Welcome to the 16 Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema Mario Minute. I'm TJ. I'm here with Michael. What's up? And we're both sick. I was going to say 16 Ounce Cinema. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the uh, tongue at all. No, and I practiced it, and I was like, no, I don't like it. And then I was like, where we drink tea and talk temperatures? Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that would have been okay, especially if we had some, like, yeah, we should have both been drinking tea. I didn't make mine. Yeah, well, I decided to actually go ahead and grab a beer because I haven't had one in a week, and I'm coming out of it. So so I decided to get an 8% double IPA, yeah. I guess, Air Nevada's Hot Bullet. That's the way to do it. I assume you're just chugging water. Yeah, I'm just chugging water. This beer smells great. Ooh, that's good. What's that? Uh, what's that Sierra Nevada 40th anniversary beer I see in the fridge? The Hopiversary. <laughs> it was okay. Oh, okay. This is the Hop Bullet is maybe really the good 50th anniversary will be better. Yeah, yeah, maybe they'll do better then. Yeah, 40 uh, isn't really a great anniversary, than... really. So. No, it's like, hey, we're here for 40 years, and everyone's like, oh, cool, man. To, you know, come back. Well, I guess it is the big like. The first big four O. Everything else is the big five O, the big six O. So like it starts the big. I guess you're right, yeah. but like you, a lot of times too, I, th- I feel like the fortieth is kind of a humdrum. Like, like James Bond, the fortieth anniversary was Die Another Day, which a lot of people say is the worst movie of the entire franchise. I have no opinion on that, but I, I'm with you. I, I'll take your word for it. The, <laughs> but wait, the fiftieth uh-huh. was Skyfall. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that one. <laughs> Right. And then even like Doctor Who, the 40th anniversary, the show wasn't even on the air. Uh And then the 50th, they had a huge like global event for it. Mm. And a whole special. So, yeah, yeah. The 40th is like the, oh, good job. You existed 40 years ago. Our our big party for the pod is going to be when when I'm 83 and not 73. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to Shit. wait till the 50th, not the 40th. you got to live a bit longer. But uh, tonight we're talking about Mario Bava's Black Sabbath from 1963. I know you usually like to do the background information. Did you find any fun tidbits or trivia about this no, one? No, I found a lot of boring information and I didn't save any of it because I didn't care. <laughs> it was just like trivial things. I, like, uh, but I didn't really look besides wiki. What, what do you got? Yeah, yeah. I took a quick glance at the wiki and it was like, oh, the Italians made this because these type of films were popular back then. I don't even then. want to hear like, you well, say that. They had no <laughs> and shit. Then, well, they also said they, they also said that because it was as cheap and they didn't have any rock star movie oh, guys. Yeah. So. Right. It's just like okay, they so because B movie horror was popular, they made it B okay. You know what? I was actually I was rewatching um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again and it still holds up on the seventh time. But um they, that's how they did Rick Dalton. They had it they started putting him in like shitty as the bad guy getting beat up all the time. And so the drop is right. value. So they're all doing it all over the world. It's dropping people's values. Yeah, it's bullshit. yeah. I mean, Boris Karloff. I don't know what his value was in 1963, but they they. Um, so did you watch the Italian version? Yeah, or I watched the English. I watched version? the Italian version. Everything was in Italian. Me too. I guess one of us should have. I, I mean, I I read the wiki was helpful there. Yeah. It basically, kind of said that the American version was butcher, but I assume that the American version actually had Boris Karloff's voice. <laughs> 
So I was like, oh, well, he's now he's speaking Italian and he's clearly dubbed. So. Uh, once again, I had no clue he was dubbed. <laughs> like, not, uh, not, even, not, not even cross my mind at all. I love his intro, though, even if it's in Italian where he's just in, like, some weird, like, colorful cemetery. Yeah, I thought he was going to, like, reintroduce that character throughout the thing. But nope. It's just the beginning. Yeah, like, um... Like, John Carpenter did that for Body Bags. John Carpenter played, like, a really weird, like, mortician or something. I really, like, I really, and, like, I really wish, like, lab. that intro, sorry to cut you off there. I really wish that intro just made it along, because I like that, that act, him more in that than the other Boris Karloff scenes. Yeah, it was such, like, a Vincent Price thing. Yeah, it was. like... He's like, oh, you might be sitting next to a vampire <laughs> in the movie theater right now. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, like, awesome. the Scottish Draculas have invaded the movie theaters. <laughs> what were you saying about the other movie? Uh, it doesn't oh, matter. okay. Uh, no, it was about um, Body Bags, John Carpenter's oh, okay. anthology from the 90s. He actually, like, you keep going back to John Carpenter as this creepy, nasty mortician. Should I watch it? I want to watch stories. more. I'm probably not sleeping tonight, so I want to watch more horror. Yeah, you should. It was uh, made to be like a like a pilot movie for a Showtime series that never happened, oh. but it's pretty good. That's they got, cool. um, who's in there? I want to say Mark Hamill is in it, but I might be wrong. Mm. It's been a while since I've seen yeah. it. Let, let me... Claire, I don't want to be wrong. No. I'm like, I'm so like, you are like right the professor. I'm still kind of sick. Um, I was talking to Angus earlier about like, there's that new American pie movie coming out where like all the chicks are ugly <laughs> and yeah, Mark Hamill was in body bags. And I said something about how, like, um, I don't know if you read it in the chat, but it, it basically, I said like how Eugene Levy is going to look at his grandson or whatever it is in this movie with the same disappointed, disgusted look that he gave Adam Briggs when Adam Briggs fucked the pie in the original. <laughs> but he's going to give him that look for fucking one of these ugly girls. Oh. And then Angus is like, Adam Briggs? Who is apparently some, like... A rapper. Kind of heavy set rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking of Jason Biggs, which oh, is kind of mixed honest, up. Honest That's, mistake, of course. Yeah, Adam Briggs, Jason Biggs, whatever. So, there's three segments. It's an anthology. I love I would, 60s and 70s anthology I would, I would call movies. it two and a half segments myself, but fair enough. Two and a half. <laughs> so, which, I want to... Let's go through them, and then I can see if, if I can guess from what you say which one is your half. Oh, I thought it would be obvious, but okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I have a fair idea, but... I, I don't know. So it starts with the telephone, and my, my, which I'd like to just start off on a on a negative, but not about the movie. How are we supposed to know that she's a call girl and the dude she's afraid of is her pimp, like Wikipedia says? I didn't catch that kind of vibe uh, yeah, at yes, all. Yes, yes, yes. I saw like like Wikipedia was like, oh, the American version cut out all like hints of the lesbianism and prostitution. Like what lesbianism? I'm watching the Italian cut, and I definitely got the vibe that the friend was, like, into her. Sure. And there was maybe very vague hints that you would only pick up if you had read that in advance. And you'd be like, oh, there's there's the lesbian." Yeah, I didn't read anything. But, so to me, it was just like. But yeah, no, I yeah. didn't get the prostitution at all. So did we watch some sort of cut that also still cut that? <laughs> like, I, dude, it couldn't have been, right? <laughs> 
I don't think no, so. No, because they talked about the color palette being different. And this was definitely the Italian color palette. Very, very colorful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked her house. She has this weird. She, she like Dude, lives in a I beautiful basement. I loved her basement, fucking bed with like. the pink, fluffy throw things all over the place. That she's was a got like beautiful like, place, almost like Spanish style. Yeah. Like she got arches between her the rooms. And it seemed like she was living like we talked about a loft on the main show a few a few episodes ago. This one is like she lived on a basement sort of. Because the dude yeah, was like, like in it's... the window, but he was like clearly like also on a sidewalk or something. Right, so I don't, I don't understand, but it was awesome. Was I kind of awesome. wanted to live there, except there's like only one window, which is kind of. It was a creepy stifling. window. Yeah, it was pretty stifling. Yeah. Also, pronto, pronto, uh, all, all movie, pronto. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, even later, I, the other segment, yes. they're them saying hello. Pronto, pronto, pronto. It just pronto. sounds like please speak. I want to get off the telephone. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what I catch from pronto. I actually, yeah. Uh, um, I put, I put that in there, too. Um, oh, so to, to tell people what this is about, it's basically, like, a woman is being all sexy in her, like, lovely home, and then, like... And every time the phone rings, she takes off more clothes, yes. and she's terrified and she, of the she's person more and more terrified, more and more naked. <laughs> and she was hot. Oh, yeah. Very. And apparently the dude harassing her is her pimp. So, yeah, I'd be terrified, too. If yeah, my, I, I my, didn't get that my at My long-time um, pimp came lo- after me. So... Here in my notes, I said, like, she gets these, like, threatening phone calls. So then, like, instead of calling the cops, she smokes a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. She, like, goes and sits down and just fucking... She's like, oh, my fucking God, oh, my fucking God, and just lights a cigarette and starts puffing away. I'm like, dude, instead of smoking the cigarette right now, you should call the cops. Yeah, that's, that was a lot of part in this film. Man, the most of it, yeah. There was a lot of the 60s, 70s. People just didn't call the cops any, for anything, really. Right, like... And then she gets another call, which I love this line. You did well to turn on all the lights. I want to see you die. <laughs> yeah. But that's still not a call the cops moment for her. Well, to be fair, like when, when I was like 10 and I, there was a dude outside my window, I, I didn't call the cops either. I called like, I went out and like got, because my, my sister's husband at the time, Paul, hey Paul, was... Uh, this was the, um, well, can we go back? Because you never told this story. This is the the six-fingered man this, this, or the whatever. Six like the six-fingered man. Or the, f- the tapped... Or the two-thumbed no, I, creeper I, I believe whatever. he was either a four or six-fingered. He definitely had one more or one less finger. Um, <laughs> so, and I, all I remember is his fucking hand, like, knocking on my window. And so, like, I jumped out of bed. I was 10. These were in 10-year-old pajamas and stuff. And uh, this dude was sitting chilling, you know, after his little pizza shift. He was probably baked as hell. And he was just watching movies. I'm like, dude, there's a dude outside. And then he looked at me. He's like, whoa, you're serious? <laughs> and I remember him doing it. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, let's go look. I was like, all right. And then we go look. And there was, there was no one there. But, yeah, it, it, I guess it didn't even really cross my mind to call the cops. I mean, but, uh, I guess you, you look I'm, first. I'm not an adult, adult woman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that actually reminds me of a story. It happened during the, the second segment. But uh, we've been having, like, fog, our own kind of not foggy, but, like, gloomy, dark weather, sure. which was actually perfect for watching this movie, yeah. too. Um, but I was home alone, and I was watching this, and I heard a door close in the house. I don't know why, but as soon as you said you were home alone and watching this, I thought you were just rudely masturbating all over your living room. Just like really, really into no. Baba. I mean, she was hot, but not not that hot. So I heard a door, like I heard like 
I mean, it was really windy out, so like maybe it, it actually came from like the neighbors or something. But like I heard the distinct sound of like the the spring and the latch popping into place. And, like I have like cheap doors, so that noise is very distinctive. Sure, it wasn't me. No, because you weren't oh, home. Okay. So then I got like nervous. Like, did someone go in his room? Because I totally like I was like, you know, I paused the movie, and then for a second I was like. Oh, you the paused the closed. movie, okay. Yeah, and the, the the dogs are in the living room with me. Yeah, you know it's real so when you pause course, the movie. <laughs> yeah, so of course I got up and got a, the big cutting knife, and I, I went room to room and checked all the doors. Awesome. And they were all, all of them were basically open. My um, master bathroom door was closed, and that took a lot of, like, pumping myself up, but I threw it open <laughs> with the knife out. <laughs> And uh, there was no one there. Obviously, no one was in the house. But it was just nice to have like a terrified roaming the house with a knife episode. Yeah, it's good to have. Well, watching yeah. a bava <laughs> on a windy day. Uh, so finally, she calls her friend. Yep. Pronto. Uh, uh, oh, and then it's revealed that the friend is the bad guy because the friend uses a voice-changing napkin was, to make the phone call. Way ahead of her time there. With this fucking scream shit. But all she does is like, she puts she's, a like silk she's a woman. Italian handkerchief over the phone and sounds yeah. like a man. She puts the hanky over it. Suddenly, like, I want to see you die. <laughs> a very attractive. And then she's just like voluptuous woman yeah. saying that. And then she'll take it off and be as a friend, like, I'm on my way. I'm coming right yeah, over. That chick. Like, <laughs> that chick had really dumb drawings. I don't know if you remember, like, she called her first when she was doing her drawings or something. And I just thought they were mm-hmm. stupid. I don't remember what they were. I just remember not liking him. And that also, like, oh, I didn't see the drawings. Oh, my, uh. But so she was just. Yeah, go ahead. She's just at home doodling. So how did she, did she, like, know what her friend was doing in the house just by, like, guesswork? Yeah, yeah I guess, I guess if, if they were lesbian lovers, like, she knew her routine probably, you know? Okay. Like, like if she has the same routine every night or something, a lot of people do. It's probably why they sleep better. And then, it, and then it ends and people die. Yeah. All right. Yeah, people do die. I, I wrote my police line. I wrote, hello, police. Frank escaped. He's calling me. <laughs> that would have ruined the movie. But yeah. But yeah, I thought this one was dumb as shit. Oh, did you? I like this one. Like, I thought it was I, cool I, as shit, I, liked, I would say. <laughs> I liked her apartment. And of course, the set design is great because yeah. it's Bava. Yeah. He just fills the frame. But it's so like I don't. It's cheesy. It's out of date now too. I didn't mind that. Yeah. The call is coming from inside the house. Like you know, do you like scary movies? Oh, it's usually just... I'm the one that hates going retro, even if it's from like the original time. That it would be normal that that would be. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess this was original time when it was normal. But I did like the um, jazzy mystery music, oh, I which is the, like I love totally the played yeah, out really now, but into. like back then. Yeah, I wrote that, I wrote like that Frank seemed like a cool guy. All he wanted to do was, like, escape prison and kill women. That's kind of that's kind of all right for Frank. <laughs> just, you could make a whole movie on that guy. Right? And then I was also hoping for a final pronto, but I, I didn't get it. But we got it later, so I got... Plus, we got one in the next movie that was way cooler. Well, I don't, I'm sure you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stinka! Right. Stinka! Let's get into, Let's get into the Stanka. world lack. Which I thought I was love. a werewolf, by the way. Which is not apparently a werewolf Stanka. at all. Or wor- oh, Wordalock, you thought the, the was The Wordalock, yeah, I thought that was a, 
A werewolf. Wordalock, whatever. Yeah. I love the countryside. He actually got on location. I was not expecting this cheapy movie to go on location. I actually rolled my eyes about how cool the fog was because I knew how much it would get you off. <laughs> oh, dude, I wrote it in there big fog. It went on my yeah, letterbox no, list for fog, too. Immediately. Yeah. I paused the movie to go put it on my list. Um. So, so this guy on a hike finds a dead body, and I was just thinking about like all these like horror movies I've seen, and even like Stand by Me. Like, was finding dead bodies on a hike a problem in the past? It must have been, right? If, if all these stories are about them, like, right? Because, and the people always kind of react like, hmm, you know, not like, oh my god, yeah. they're just like. Hmm. Well, I, I think people like saw way more dead bodies even eighty years ago than now. So I think it's true. I think they were ready for it more. They just were like, okay, that's, you know, like, it wasn't so much the shock of a dead body. It's just like, hmm, puzzling that a dead body is there yeah. where it shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, because I, I think okay. just, like, death was way more part of life than now. Yeah, because I've been on a lot of hikes, and I never, like, had to, like, relocate a dead body. No. I don't think you would either. I think you'd probably call the police, maybe. Oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't touch it now. <laughs> They'd be like, like years sir, ago. did you touch the, this crime scene? You're like, well, I, I moved the body. I, I was... I chopped off the head and put a stake through the heart because I was worried about wordlocks. Oh my god, dude! What's funny is you would have you would get off a hundred percent. However, you would have like a sweet twenty four hours in the news. <laughs> like if he just if he just legitimately <laughs> thought that it was the wordlock coming at you or something, there was just no way they could they, do anything. Because it would be a Florida man. Florida man oh mutilates god, corpse right. found on hike. You're right. Claims it was a wordlock. <laughs> I would love that to Dude, be my that would Florida be fucking man. Cool, man. Fame. Um, I, I wrote that if I ever get a guy to point a gun at me, I'm gonna tell him that I'm a count. That just apparently stops everything from happening. That's bad. Oh, yeah, you, you you can't shoot that noble blood. No, dude. I don't know if that'll work in Miami, um, America today, buddy. <laughs> Give me yeah. your wallet. Uh, I'm a count. Yeah, that whole like eat the rich and all that shit. Oh yeah, right, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> they would eat my richness more. You're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They would feast upon you in that case. <laughs> oh, did you uh, uh, did you I make love... a specific note about the fog in the front door when he opens the front door to the cottage and you see the the fog rolling behind him in nice little tiny behind him view? Uh, I did not. Oh my goodness! You almost have to go. I back. remember. Oh, you remember it? Okay, it. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. As long as you remember it. Well, I remember it too because I was thinking like first there was that <laughs> wind sound, which I loved that heavy wind sound, yeah. but it got me to thinking like wind and fog, like wind blows the fog yeah, away. Yeah, fog has to be super like. They, they don't like they, yeah. They don't go together. This this fog was like rolling and blowing, yeah. and the wind was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was pretty like, good. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened, actually. That was purely by me. It was this hot bullet. That's what, I'm you, glad I'm drinking this You want to know what, not necessarily ruined this movie for me, but changed it completely, is that the Count looked like a B version of, like, a 1960s Star Trek character captain, and he acted just like him. And the, the rest of the movie, just everything was just Star Trek to me. Oh, I didn't, didn't get that vibe at all. That at all. Although, like Boris Karloff, kind of looks like he could be like a, Boris would have made a very sweet 1980s WWF villain <laughs> for like six months. He would have he would have gone over some like some like long timer. Boris the Wordlock. <laughs> the Wordlock. Oh my god. I, yeah, you're right. That would have been yeah. fucking sweet. Okay. 
So he plays the dad who leaves this family and he goes away for five days. Oh, yeah. But I was like, how did he know like five days? Like, that, I was like, is that the incubation? I imagine for it's a like warlock? tradition or something, like part of the traditional uh, yeah, okay. Italian story or whatever. But he said, like, if I come back after midnight on the fifth day, like, don't let me in. You know, I'm going to be a, a warlock. But then he comes past the deadline and he's clearly a warlock. Yeah, and they let him and in. I, just put, I put, family's dumb. He's clearly a warlock. And then, like, later, like, the, the, the kid dies because Boris kills him and eats his intestines or I something. I thought that was great. It was dude. great. Yeah, but guess... then, like, then the dude wouldn't stab his dead son or whoever that was. It's like, come on, man. Right, You're fucking yeah. this whole thing up. It was just kind of like, he was, he was like, mommy. She's like, my son. He's like, nah, it's another warlock. And she's like. <laughs> shank bye <laughs> uh, I like, yeah. yeah so okay <laughs> I, have, I have a little little timely uh mention here like you know how people are saying the film cuties is traumatizing the kids but like sure. be, imagine being five and a creepy ass boreless karloff starts holding you and kissing you and shit like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> And why is the kid up at midnight for Boris to do that? That's way more traumatizing. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, he said, if I'm home after midnight on the fifth day, don't let me in. And they're all out there at, like, fucking 1 a.m. waiting for him outside. Like, you were, like, just flouting everything (laughs) he said to you. And then he shows up and you're all like, you better let him in. It's dad. Yeah. But so so he kills one of the kids. Now I thought of this like it's kind of like a sort of a big family, right? And he's the dad. And the rule of the Wordalock is that they eat the blood of those they loved most. Oh, okay. So I got to thinking like I mean, like you just have you and your sister, and like you were yelling at your dad in Polish the other day. So I, you know like you're not your dad's favorite anyway. <laughs> but you imagine if you had like three or four brothers or sisters, and you really didn't know who was fa- the favorite, and then your dad came back as the wordalock and like oh. took your brother <laughs> first, and you were like, you're like shit. I thought I was the favorite. Oh, no. I thought yeah. he loved me most. Like, <laughs> if that happened, I would immediately call my niece. I'd be like, you watch out. He's gonna eat you. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, not even like, that's like without question. Here. I know exactly who he would he would go to. I know the rankings around here. I know who this <laughs> wordalock loves most next. Do you want to know what? Uh, it's actually kind of a funny quick story about like the, the argument my dad had with me on the phone. You woke me up yelling at your father in Poland. Yeah, I thought it was at, like seven in the afternoon or something. No, it was like in. Well, no, maybe I was taking a nap because I was. Yeah, I think you're taking a nap. I thought it was in the morning at a time you're not normally awake. (laughs) So, yeah, so that happened. But what it was about is like I was buying tools to ship to Poland to this guy who can't speak English, right? And like they were, they were stuck and they're stuck in London now and I just can't do anything about it. My dad like freaked out even though like it's not his money or his stuff. And so he got, he got (laughs) so pissed off, he sent my phone number to this guy who doesn't speak English. And so for like, and today for, for like 10 minutes, me and the guy who didn't speak English and me speaks Polish like a 10 year old, we're trying to get this business done. <laughs> and I was like, I was pretty proud of myself. I was on top of my game, but like towards the end, I just had to cut him off. I was like, dude, I don't know what you're saying anymore. <laughs> We've gotten way oh, too off yeah. point. Uh, your dad's like all upset. Like he's like some kind of like Japanese man who has to save face with dude, his just... town buddy <laughs> who needs his fucking hammers and drills. <laughs> Oh, now, now we're going to just go. I, I told him, like, if you need anything, just call me at this point. You're not going to go go back to my dad for this. Oh, now is as good a time as any to talk about the uh, the Alexa and how 
she'll translate for you. And we asked her to say, what's um, Polish for wow? Uh. <laughs> she said, wow, in Polish is wow. <laughs> she did. She <laughs> just made just, a fake accent. Wow. Yeah. Wow with a Borat accent. Yeah. It was wow. Like, wow. It was ridiculous. <laughs> wow. And it was true, right? Wow. I, I actually looked it up myself, and it was true. Yeah, that, that's the crazy... Wow. wow. <laughs> like, I gotta look that up, like, fanatic, whatever, and be like, why Why is it... Wow. Like, why is that how you say it? It's crazy. Oh, did you see uh, Borat 2 is dropping right before the election? Oh, yeah, I am super excited, even though, like, yeah, I'm yeah. super excited. It's gonna be great. I think it will be yeah. too. I think like if he had done it any other year, it would not have. He like he struck right when. Yeah, the time I don't. Was I don't right. mind that kind of and stuff as long as doing. like you know exactly know what you're doing, and like there's such yeah. a thin line between being a hack and doing what he does. Like if this was, well, I, I don't know. Like Borat's the only thing he's done that I like. Like I watched that Ali G movie. Well, the Ali G, you, you almost and, had to be there, like. That is so like what would you say it's um like we're what, topical not topical but like like what regional what, a few people love it a few people hate it like it's just so like that like there's no middle uh, ground really um, they call that marmite I think <laughs> all right it's very marmite no I saw no, it. I believe That's you I, I was laughing at what it's called it's a word I've heard before. <laughs> no, that's a food spread. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Yeah, I'll just it sounded like this food. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't right. like cut nothing. Uh, I think I heard somebody use it on a podcast. Now, now <laughs> podcast looks stupid. All right, I don't <laughs> have anything about this movie joke. besides. Oh, I did. I did write that I want a Baba to. Oh, there's a whole nother segment. To... Um, All right. Wait. Hello. Okay, there is. It does turn soap opera. I didn't understand like this counts thing with like the daughter all of a sudden. Like they had background, but that's not explained. I even had to rewind. I was like, did I miss something here? Because this also happened when I had like my spooky door. And I sounds. super fell in love with Stenka, and like that that for no reason in twelve seconds. My lips are dead without your kisses. Oh, that, it was a beautiful line, but it was just so quick. It felt it felt yeah. like this was like a sixth grader falling in love. This was such a dumbass story, but the atmospherics on it were so amazing that I really, I don't know how I feel about this one. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I, everything I, again, the, I, I liked that. I thought it was cool. I didn't like Boris at all. I thought he was kind of stupid. <laughs> he was hamming it up. Yeah. All right. Now the last one. Oh, let, 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 me, let me describe it first. Let me describe the last one real quick. Of water. There's a dead woman in a bed. <laughs> That's it. That's what I. Those are my notes. Oh, uh, okay. So clearly, this is your half of one. <laughs> this is my half of one. <laughs> um, my first note is more phone shit. Oh, the the bed and shit. No, it started with like like stupid phone call shit. Oh, and I, oh I, like, yeah. Freaked okay. out and said uh, for a second. <laughs> I got my pronto. Doing the fucking. Yeah, um, there was creepy dolls. Actually, the set design on this one is amazing. You're just making this old lady's stuffy house full of all the shit she's accumulated for years. A lot years. of shit. And now she's uh, dead. And she's not even and... a person. She's clearly a doll that they just somehow grew yes, to big like size. A... Like, that's kind of how I can describe it. Which I, that was not the intention. But, yeah, they put some, like, bonkers makeup on this person. Oh, you think it was a person? Old and dead and scared. 
Oh, you think it was just a straight up puppet? Yeah, I thought it was a puppet. It was fucking. Oh, I, I guess. Although I did, I yeah. did, I did say like at the end when the puppet was like just like floating at the person, it really grew on me. That I, I really liked it at that scene. That's the only part of the movie I remembered. To be honest, it's like the first scene where I see the old dead lady, and the second scene I remember oh. is this floating at her. Ah! And I don't really remember what happened. Like somebody stole yeah, something. Yeah, it does kind of just fade away. Yeah, she steals. So this lady dies, and they bring over like some caretaker. Oh right, or right, yeah. Or no, there is a caretaker, and she's just gonna like prepare the house or the corpse she's or something. She's huffy as she shit. Ring. She's like, who's gonna pay for this? But there, there's also one scene where the woman who comes, who's called in, like we'll we'll call her the, I don't know, the decorator. Sure. And then there's the caretaker. Not the decorate, whatever. But she, the one who steals the ring. So the thief comes in, and there's a moment where she's, like, in the room alone with the corpse. And she starts screaming at the corpse because she's, like, getting freaked out and whatever. And then the caretaker comes in, and it's like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing's happened. And it's like, you can't, you can't do that. You, you can't just scream at a corpse and, like, and then someone else comes and be like, yeah, that's good. Like, the other person would be like, that's nah, not fucking good. Like, how about you take a minute away from the corpse and catch your breath, and then I'll sit in here with you while you finish up, because obviously you're having a problem with the corpse. A reasonable solution to problems. Uh, oh, yeah, I put a uh, ghost playing drip drip games. That's my last <laughs> note. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, she steals the ring, and the ghost comes back manifests itself by making all the faucets in her house leak oh yeah because that somehow signified that she was a thief or something yeah and then the ghost appears in a really like it is not aged well yeah although i liked <laughs> yeah. it so <laughs> i i did like it but i i i couldn't really recommend it in that moment so th- this I has mean, been the mario be half hour <laughs> yeah um, and then it ends on Karloff. Karloff gives a little chef's kiss. And then for some reason, we zoom out of the horse he's riding on to see that it's a fake horse. And we see the movie set. Yeah. As if, like, Baba was like, oh, this was really fucking scary, you guys. Let me give you a little <laughs> bit of a reprieve. See? It's just a movie. <laughs> I like the fake horsey. So, like, I don't know. This is not a good movie, but it's, like, one you could just throw on and be, like, a comfort movie. Yeah. Or, like, a background at a Halloween party. Yeah. It's perfect for that kind of... Totally. Like, a mood setter, but not a movie you would really sit and, like, take in and appreciate. Uh-huh. It's got a lot of Baba's signature, so you could appreciate that. But, yeah, it's just a comfort movie. It doesn't chill out, and you could add it into a playlist, but it would never be the main feature. What's next? Oh, jeez. I don't know. Oh. What is next? I don't have it ready. I I forgot we were supposed to announce the next one on this one. Oh, Wiki, what's a Bavaria? That's a country. Oops. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so we're watching Bavarian films. (laughs) We have beep bop, beep bop, boop bop, boop. We're going to black. Oh, The Whip and the Body. Starring Christopher Lee. Also from 1963, the most deliriously romantic horror picture oh, ever made. I can't wait. All right. All right. See we'll everyone see then. See you next time. Bye.